Get America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.03, we have clouds and 44 degrees downtown of the Arch. I'm Maria Aquina in for Michael Calhoun. Our top story this hour, St. Louis public safety officials have released the name of the City Justice Center detainee who died early Sunday morning. 34-year-old Javon White was found unconscious in his cell from what appeared to be a suicide attempt using a bed sheet. Public Safety Director Charles Coyle. I don't know that we can blame someone for suicide that happens in a facility that is happening across this country. White has been held at CJC since April of 2021 on first-degree murder and other charges. Officials say medical staff performed life-saving measures until EMS responded, but White died. St. Louis police are investigating a fatal shooting on Interstate 55 at 7th Street. It happened yesterday morning after midnight. The victim, 31-year-old Timothy Roberts, was found inside of the vehicle on the shoulder. Meanwhile, government leaders from across the St. Louis region are meeting this week at a seminar which aims to reduce violent crime. According to statistics presented at that seminar, nearly 90% of suspects and victims of violent crime in the area are African-American. The event is organized by Thomas Apt with the University of Maryland's Violence Reduction Center, and he says it is not uncommon that violent crime tends to concentrate around the most disenfranchised people. Unfortunately, uh, serious violent crime uh, uh, disproportionately impacts uh, poor people of color all across the country. The practicum continues all this week with the goal of producing an agreement amongst regional leaders about a path forward to reducing violent crime. The St. Charles County Critical Incident Response Unit is investigating two officer-involved shootings. One in Lake St. Louis, the other in O'Fallon. St. Charles County Police say no additional information will be released until the prosecuting attorney's office has the investigation results. What we do know is the man was firing shots at Lake St. Louis Boulevard Park Sunday morning when police arrived at his home on Fox Bridge. He came out with two handguns and fired. He and an officer were injured. In O'Fallon, a man was firing at the clock tower outside City Hall. That led to a police chase into the Royal Oaks subdivision where the gunman was killed, although few details have been released about how. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. St. Louis is progressing on hiring police dispatchers. What was once 40 dispatcher vacancies in St. Louis City is now down to 13, according to Mayor Tashara Jones. Jones says this is allowing the city to answer calls more swiftly. Most recent statistics show that over 80% of our calls are being answered within the first 10 seconds. Our goal is to get to 90% and we're well on our way. Jones' comments came at a practicum with regional leaders aiming to curb violent crime in the greater St. Louis area. Sean Malone, KMOX News. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley standing firm and says he will not vote for the defense spending bill if it does not include the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act. Many of us are, are learning about this act perhaps uh, for the first time. It is a very significant piece of legislation passed in 1990 by Congress overwhelmingly on a bipartisan basis signed by then-President uh, George H.W. Bush. Uh, it was uh, extended uh, again in 2000 under President Clinton. This is an act that compensates Americans who have been exposed to nuclear radiation due to Oppenheimer-era radiation tests. Holly says this is a program that's helped tens of thousands of people pay their medical bills and deal with cancers and other illnesses. Holly provided the media an update on the status of negotiations on the RECA legislation. 
Well, this Hanukkah, Chabad is encouraging the community to learn into lean into their Jewish pride with the erection of a 29-foot public menorah at Keener Plaza near the Gateway Arch. Sponsored by local philanthropist Michael Steinberg, the menorah will be named the Steinberg Menorah and will be on display throughout the eight days of Hanukkah. The event is open to the public Thursday evening starting at 8 o'clock in Keener Plaza. The news is sponsored by Michael's Flooring Outlet, the flooring experts, michaelsflooring.com. Well, KMOX recently told you how drone technology is being used to help engineers create multi-layered geospatial maps. Tonight, KMOX virtual consumer editor Megan Lynch takes us to St. Louis Community College's Florissant Valley campus, where instructors are training the men and women who have their hands on the controls. They need to be able to understand how a drone works and how to fly one in all types of, pretty much all types of weather. Lewis Kelly is a licensed drone pilot. He took it up as a hobby after his retirement from Boeing as a lead facility engineer. Then he turned it into contract work, providing aerial photos and videos of construction sites in the St. Louis region. Now he instructs students at St. Louis Community College as they earn what's called a Part 107 FAA license to operate commercial drones. How to fly in between narrow buildings, how to fly in, like, downtown St. Louis. St. Louis Community College STEM Dean Tom McGovern. The Part 107 license, once you're a commercial pilot, you can do all kinds of things, and people are doing things from being event uh, event photographers to um, real estate support where they will scan um, houses, neighborhoods, uh, insurance adjusters that will scan roofs and, and do inspections that way instead of getting up on the roofs. So there's a lot of jobs like that that are not associated to what you think of as geospatial. Then within the geospatial side, um, there's an awful lot of the surveying, like I said, that they're now using drone as part of surveying. It's one of the tools that complements other things they're doing. McGovern powers up a drone in the college's gymnasium. It's all got to wake up. A simple controller gives him a bird's eye view from its video screen. So this is the camera from the front. So let me pick it up a little more. Right. And then I turn it around here. So it should be us. Drones aren't the only introductory geospatial offering. We have two routes. One, we're working towards providing some of the base geospatial GIS type courses for people that are interested as a teaser to get them on a pathway, say, to SLU or one of the other geospatial programs in the, in the area that's a bachelor's program. Our students, we tend to focus more on the technician level side. What can people do at that base level? And so we had folks like Amron come to us and say, we need somebody who can look at a map and identify where the power poles are, where the sewers are, and put that kind of layering data together. And so that's what we're targeting with our geospatial as a starting point, is for people to have those base skills. And then tied into that, the drones become a fun tool that is part of geospatial work because the, the drones give you an ability to do mapping uh, very quickly in very different kinds of terrain um, compared to some of the standard surveying techniques. McGovern tells KMOX because of demand from the geospatial sector, St. Louis Community College will soon offer a course in autonomous mapping using drones. So instead of you flying the drone, what you do is you set up 
a essentially a program. I mean, you don't code it like people think of coding, but it's you, you're using a piece of software and saying, I want to hit this waypoint, this waypoint, this waypoint, and this waypoint, and I need X number of pictures, and I need X number of resolution across this grid. And the software figures out, okay, I'm going to go to here, and I'm going to fly this pattern. And you don't fly it. it. The drone does its own thing and takes pictures at all those points. And then with the right software, you can take all those pieces of data back together stitch it into a big map that shows what the site was, has all the geolocated data of this coordinate, this coordinate, this coordinate, this high off of this level as your base plane. Just like in the professional geospatial sector, other departments at the college are finding useful ways to employ drone technology to map their research. We've got an ecology instructor who's doing a project at Shaw Nature Reserve. And so we've been out there and flown for him to take pictures of where his sites are and be able to map things. And he's using that in his class now because he's got pictures that show the different biomes that he never had. And um, he, wants, he wants us to get back out there now in winter so that it looks different. And then once again in the spring so that he's got continual kind of sets of data. The um, uh, GIS class in particular is looking at a project doing that where they, they then are layering the data of the train versus the animal mapping that he has done to be able to show the roots and kinds of places that the animals are, are appearing. McGovern says when it comes to being employable, having drone skills seems to be a feather in the cap. The folks that are working at a company that need that 107 license, being part of a program that, that gets them there. Or some of our students in our technology fields that want to go into construction or, or uh, some of these other things where the drone is another tool in their backpack when they go apply and say, yeah, by the way, I'm certified because a lot of those construction companies will snap somebody up that understands basic surveying and is drone certified even if they haven't been a surveyor themselves they've got that academic background they can teach them the on the job part having the drone piece and being able to do that mapping bit that's a skill that's really worth it to them he hopes drone technology will become an additional selling point in other professional areas let's fly the drone around a little bit and just get them that sense of it isn't that different than other things they've been doing. It's just another tool. It's just another way for us to look at the world.